right. Just oh, we're, are we live? What? What, what about you, balls? You Can know, we... this is this was a private garage <laughs> that had a lot of dark corners before everybody else got involved. Put all these yeah, weird so. lights in here. Yeah, and now it's very well lit and not very conducive to. Uh, oh well. Weird hi. <laughs> this is awkward. Welcome to yet I, another amazing. I don't know him. Oh, I just want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> this well, is I'm what happens. You're playing with balls. This is <laughs> this is what happens when you let your. Two-year-old, sorry, six-year-old daughter, obviously, pick out your hat. That's a really so cool that's hat. that's why you're Ari, wearing that. Your daughter, Ari. Thank you. I love you. Everybody else at home, love you. Anna and Emmy and Pickles. Sure. You know, etc. Everyone at all. Nobody <laughs> at all. Nobody at my home is watching this oh. right now. April they're, is. They're not watching either. My family's not watching. They so. probably are. Yeah, it's okay. Wait, you guys have a family? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's That's pretty sweet. My grandma. She's right. My grandma's watching. She's Hi, grandma. right there. Your mom is in here probably. Ari Speaking says, of people watching. Yes. Our sponsors I, are watching. They usually are. Waiting they usually for are, us yeah. To... So I would love to, you know, talk about our amazing sponsors. Who would you like to talk about first? Well, let's I see you got API pulled up on the screen. Yeah. So let's talk about our homies over at Arms Preservation Inc. Uh, they have some of the finest preservation bags, gun mm -hmm. bags, mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. the market, I would say, with their vapor corrosion inhibitor technology um, and that awesome, really thick blue plastic that they use. What a, what a great is. sound that is, yeah. by the way. A little ASMR there for you. Uh, it is definitely not uh, the word that comes to mind is chintzy. Mm-hmm. Very high quality. Well-crafted, like yeah. You're not going to... I mean, you're not going to just tear through that, putting a rifle Dude, into the, it. Dude, and like, the Velcro, you know. like, mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. you have a hard mm -hmm. time with opening the Velcro it's because it's so solid. Stout. Yes. It's very, so yeah. They have a cool, I like when people do this, you know, uh, March 8th mm -hmm. is coming up. Sure. 308. Yeah, 308. Yes. Right? So it's 308 day. Yep. And actually right now, live, uh, between now and the 8th, you can enjoy 8% off uh, the entire website. So anything that arms preservation, uh, apistoragebags.com. So that could be one of their 50 cal ammo mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. liners. That's, it could that's be... the move. Like, obviously protecting your guns is smart. But the but ammo. I can't tell you how many, how much ammo we see brought in from, you know, people. Oh, yeah, grandpa bought this or my uncle bought this. Like, and it might have only been 10 years ago. But, yeah, it's... Completely ruined. Somebody put awful. it in a. But can I have the box? <laughs> yeah, right. will give me that cardboard. Somebody puts it in a basement. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. not in a controlled environment. So this creates like that micro environment. I think. Uh, I think that's probably. If I had to guess, Mitch's favorite term. <laughs> micro environment. I would say micro environment oh, might be it. Funny. Right. So, uh, but yeah, you close the Velcro. And uh, you get that micro environment, and you know it's good stuff. It's going to protect yeah. all of your. And they're not equipment. crazy expensive. It's it's so worth cheap insurance. The minuscule cost that these things mm -hmm. cost, like sure. you'll pay like twenty bucks for a five pack of like the ammo can liners. I th don't quote me on that price exactly, but it's in that Those range. Parts like, usually, but yeah, like wow. maybe like five, 20, 20 bucks for three of the 50 something. Cal yeah, something it, like it's that. very reasonable. The full size right. rifle bags like twenty five bucks. Yeah. So it's not like it's a hundred bucks or eighty bucks or some ridiculous price that you're for paying. Sure. So amazing sponsors of the stream. Thank you. Love those so guys. Much. Yeah, Mitch and Jason. We thank also you. have. I was looking at Beyond Driven's Facebook. Page oh, were you the other day? Yeah, and I noticed this. 
They have a very cool, they've always pitched themselves as not just a gym where you come in and you do your own thing, which is fine if that's what you want. I'm sure you, you can, can do, do that. that. There, of course. But they, we do that. They really, yeah, you guys have been going there. Little, Pat's been little. killing me. We'll, we'll yeah, talk. We'll get into yeah, we'll get that. that. I can feel yeah. it. Wow. Um, <laughs> they really pride themselves, I think, because it shows, mm -hmm. in their athletic training. That they can take <laughs> your student athlete or just mm -hmm. any type of athlete to the next level. No matter right. what level they're at, they mm -hmm. can take you there. So they have something, or they work with a device called a catapult. Uh, and it's a prof it's a technology used by professional sports teams. Okay. So the Buffalo Bills, have you ever heard of them? Or they're kind of a big know, deal around yeah. these parts. There, there's think. teams, you know, there's teams around here. Uh, Syracuse, Syracuse, something. I, I'm not sure. Syracuse, obviously. I can't uh, read. I can't <laughs> read. I'm very shit. bad at it. Uh, but basically, they can capture your top miles per hour sprinted. The distance traveled, number of sprints, calories burned, accelerations, and a player load of, of how much you know effort Work. they achieved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, so, for instance, a football player uh, usually travels about seven miles in a game, mm -hmm. and a soccer player will travel eight to nine miles in one game of just wow. you know moving around the field and whatnot. So. They can use that data, you know, you're all about the, you know, data driven is the I, way to, I do like to, to have data, the shot so. timer, you know, you've got your, you've got a ton of techniques on the shooting side of how to, you know, hey, you got to track, oh, I think I'm doing better. Right. It doesn't do you any good. No. You, know, if you're you have something that's objective is what you're saying. Yes. You have something that's measurable mm -hmm. and I can look at the catapult information and I can yep. say, okay, this is telling me if I'm getting better, if I'm getting worse. If what I'm doing is mm -hmm. getting me closer to my mm -hmm. goal, uh, I like that. So basically, you know, train like the pro athletes that you follow, or even the D1 athletes that you're, you know, you might have a, you know, you've got student athletes in your I household. Do have I'm students. sure they have people that uh, they're looking up to, and it's like you right here locally. You don't have to go to Rochester, you don't have to go to Buffalo, you don't have to go to, you know, big cities, you know, for that kind of stuff. Right here in Leroy. Leroy. Yeah. No, right on Main Street in Leroy. Yep. Um, Across from the McDonald's. We've been there a couple of times just this week. Yeah. And uh, I thought that went... I almost thought that was Sean real well. quick when I was scrolling through. But he's yeah, he's, he's got he's the messy... Near, like, he's got the... Yeah. No, that kid... Small enough to be Sean. I mean, no, maybe Sean a couple of few years ago. Before, <laughs> before we started, started going to Beyond Driven. Hitting to the... <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he loves it. He loves to go to the gym. So you love, love to go it. to the gym yeah, so as well, right? Uh, we went there a couple times this week, and I thought that that was very productive. Me too. Right? It's been like since since the accident and stuff. Like I haven't really gotten out there and gotten after it at all, and um, I'm finally at a place where I want to, you know, at least try to get back to where I was before the fire and everything. And, sure. Yeah. Um, it's time. I, right? That's why I recruited you because. I need that accountable. Like I need somebody to hold me accountable. Like, hey, okay, how you feel? We're going to the gym. Yeah, Monday no, night, Tuesday, it's like it's whatever. important, um, right, to have uh, somebody. If you, it's hard to do it on your own. It is, I think, right? And I mean, I go up by myself. If I go to my by myself, I would just all right. I just hit the machine. But like having sure. you there, like showing me and like just kicking my ass it's it's so helpful like oh i have to do this three more times <laughs> yeah like, geez, I wait, like, <laughs> wait a you minute. should hear me i'm like fuck you old man like how are you doing this <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's easy to half-ass it right yeah by yourself we were on the sleds dude the sled like the sleds look so easy on instagram and online but like when you're doing it it's it's a lot. <laughs> it sucks. It takes a certain amount of like technique, I think, to really, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, getting your center of gravity lower is going to help out a lot. 
Um, there's different stuff that you can do there to kind of make it a little bit easier on yourself. But yes, I think it's good to have somebody to go with and to kind of keep you accountable. I like it because like you're much younger than I am, obviously. So when I see you like kind of like suffering <laughs> a little bit, it's like, okay, this is good. Like, let's make it, let's turn it up a little bit more or like, let's dial it back a little bit. Pets over here, like. yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I had ears that could wiggle, they would be doing that exact thing. 100. percent If oh, I knew how man. to do that shit, I we would. We have uh, got so much uh, planned. We've got so much to talk about. We've got a ton of things. We actually brought guns out this stream. Did we not do that? Was it last stream? We just didn't. Even oh, you guys, because <laughs> what? Dwayne was here, guns. so you guys yeah. just think yeah, you're too cool just, for. School? Or no, we did. We had guns with Dwayne because we were handling some. Maybe it was a stream before. We're, there was a stream we handling we just, guns with Dwayne. Oh no, we brought some <sighs> out. We just never talked about yeah. them. That's right. That's right. So for legal we'll reasons, sure, Dwayne wasn't allowed to possess sure. But I brought an AR out this time. Like we do, still sell them. We really haven't been talking about them as much. But like, and that one's actually halfway decent. So we'll definitely talk about that. Smith and Wesson with an optic for seven ninety nine. I mean, hard to beat that. Yeah, actually. We get questions about cheap carbines all the time. My pops asked a question like two weeks That's ago about a cheap carbine, yeah. so that was hard, one hard that kind of came the up. Snapper just picked one up, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Dope. Uh, are we giving something away? Is I think that we're giving we a couple things do away. Do we give stuff away? Yeah. Once in a... Um, so, we're, we're giving away. away a few things today. I want, in the future, to kind of do like a week-long giveaway. Yeah, because. Be cool. I think there's a lot of people that kind of also watch us on Spotify or listen on Spotify next day. Ooh. And I want to somehow include yeah. them. So we're still we thinking should. about week-long giveaways. But. We should, like, include some type of, like, can we voice over something right now? And, like, right now. Onomatopoeia. You could be telling us, like, a secret password that you're only going to hear if you listen to this on those streaming platforms. Yeah. Spotify afterwards. I think I can make that work tomorrow. That'd be cool. Let I'll try really and cool. get it out tomorrow. What Friday. time is it? Can you like write down what time it is for this? In the stream, ten minutes, yeah. 30, 30 seconds. So yeah, we are giving stuff away tonight. Uh, there's a little clue up in up in front of you here. What uh, do you want to talk about those or what? Uh, what else do we have? Let's talk about that Spotify thing. So that ten minute, thirty second password we just dropped. Uh, drop that in our next stream, and the first person to say the password gets. Glasses. Yeah, let's give let's give some loopholes away next yeah. week. So we'll That's give loopholes. Yeah, I like that. I okay. like that. You know what we're gonna give away this week? It's weird, but these are super cool. These are genuine. Where's that package? Where did it go? Um, ah. These are genuine F sixteen. Jesus, man, it's fine. Whatever that was. <laughs> these are genuine. F-18. Sorry. So it's like two better than the F-16. <laughs> That's F-18. two more. <laughs> uh, headsets from the U.S. military still sealed in the packaging. Wow. Now, this one doesn't say, but there was one of them. You know, when you buy stuff from GovPlanet, it tells you, like, how much the government paid for these. These are $5,000 that we paid for these headsets. How much? $5,000. I'm not even a Three little thousand surprised. $5,000. I can't, I can't hear these. you. Dude. Yeah, because they're really good, right? And then you're able to get them <laughs> for what? So we've been selling these. We've sold a couple of them. They're Obviously, they're a weird niche collector's piece. I have no idea. There's a plug on the end. I'm not an electronics guy. I have no idea if you can get that to work with anything. We plugged them into our I mean, videos. I bet if you're an aviator, like uh, my father-in-law is some yeah. sort of aviator, I'm told. I'm but like you go to, what's like a what's one of like the museum ships? Is there a is there an aircraft carrier museum ship? Is that yeah, hundred percent. Sure. 
it's not the it's not the Eisenhower, but there, well, there's one of them, right? You could go the Enterprise. Is that one? No, that's on the show. I do. I have. Are you yawning or talking? I can't <laughs> Shut tell. Shut up. Ah. Uh, so we sell these in the shop. We we always get because I'm a weirdo. We get weird military and oddball collectible stuff from time Why not? to time. Uh, usually when I drink and I go on auction sites, it's that's so a, weird how that's when problem. things happen. That's that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are only charging a hundred bucks for these because I think they're a pretty rare. You know, if you're into aviation collectibles and things like that, so we're gonna give one away tonight. And I don't know, I'm in a generous mood. Maybe we we'll give away more stuff. Um, do we have any comments? Any questions? Anything we should address? I bet we have some concerns. People <laughs> say, that, people no say our stream sucks. Uh, so I figured out what the problem is. It's Facebook trying to like you're buffering essentially. So pull it back like three seconds, and you should be fine. We're not. What? We're not gonna do any. People are saying yeah, like, so the weird when we did loud. it my way with it plugged into my laptop. I don't that issue. Interesting. I'm sure, it's the thing you said. We'll roll right now. We can, <laughs> we can fight on camera. Flip the table. Listen, uh, I got to get out of the way. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to be involved in any of that shit. Okay, do we have any like positive comments that are emotionally destroying to my psyche? Someone asking about the lever action behind. Yeah. Me. Ooh, okay. Well, let's talk about some guns. We always wait so long to talk about guns. That's true, this and is... we do like guns around yeah. here. Mister. All right. Why don't you take that? And... Well, let me open this action here. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> don't worry about it, Pat. I am worried about it. So this comes with all the original furniture, which I don't have. Good. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point of this one. This is a Henry X, right? Like, this is their tactical... Uh, I don't know. If you want to be Chris Pratt, right? Oh uh, well, this one really is three fifty-seven. <laughs> he used so, the forty-five seventy, but yeah, and uh, that was a Marlin as well. But yeah, I mean, just to be cool, look, I guess. You if know. you want to be cool, then this gun might be for you. <laughs> it comes with some ammo. It comes with a very nice loopholed scope. Yeah. Um, the Henry Model X's are very hard to find, like a lot of the Henry products. Uh huh. So uh -huh. that's a lot of the mystique uh, of that one. It's got a lot of ammunition storage here on the stock, which Pretty I sweet. like. Yeah. Definitely kind of going for that survivalist, like the guy who buys this will probably have a 357 mag revolver, right? First, yeah, so I would imagine so, right? Chip, right? And uh, it's got a like. nice rubber butt. I mean. It's kind of interesting. The thing that I notice about all of the this stuff here is it's probably adding some weight. Sure. To the gun. I like the rail. I like the front. The front. I hand. think the handguard is kind of cool. I like the QD point here, and it looks like the QD point would obviously attach any point mm -hmm. here. And I do like how it's got the Strike Industries little uh, hand stop guy there. Let me trade you because I think you're gonna like. I know you don't like shotguns, but... I'm not generally a fan, you're but... you're gonna like that. You kind of have to now, because you can't have a semi-auto, bro. Mm, you make an interesting point. So, yeah, this one is a Beretta. Is that the A300? new A300? Yeah. yeah. And uh, my favorite part, I think, is it's got QD points up here. And it's got M-Lock attachments here <laughs> and, and underneath. For the stock. Josiah brought that up to me earlier. That's a QD point hidden. Oh, down is there it for the stock? Yeah, you take that plug out. Yeah, there's a rubber <laughs> plug under it. Dope. I so like this that. is Beretta USA competing with Beretta Italy. It's pretty neat. Which is yeah. kind of funny. And Beretta and Italy is a 1301. I think for the price, I mean, what is it? I like well, the how, ghost how much? Uh, 
How many Arizona cans do you need to buy that one? This one is going to cost you 1050 Arizona cans. And that one's 625 more. So that's, that's a, a lot of Arizona cans. That's a lot of pasta. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Barilla. Barilla? Wow. That Barilla? spaghetti blaster costs $600 I'm Irish, not more. Italian. You're you're telling me that the the Italian one costs six hundred dollars more than the U.S. made one, right? I mean, you're out of your mind. It is, uh, I guess, on paper, the thirteen oh one family is supposed to be better, right? Then, all right, because you can tell if something's better if it costs more. So it's better than than the A three hundreds. I know A three hundreds are good. <laughs> well, they're just different, aren't they? Aren't they truly like different? Uh, Dude, I am not a shotgun. It's probably a terrible thing to admit, but yeah, I'm I'm not as spun up on those as we should. We should I get some training on what? Not the, a the shotgun. Guns and stuff. Yeah, like what's not. the difference? So other than obviously the price, the gas. Uh, I want to say the A3. I might be getting this wrong. Don't hate me. I think the A300 is gas mm -hmm. operated, and Nicardo, um, you might have to help me on this one. The 31 is it inertia? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, it's inertia driven versus gas driven. So um, reliability, I'm assuming, is higher with the inertia driven. But you're paying six hundred dollars more for no QDs and no M locks. So the Italian one tells you not to, like, like, don't worry about it. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, and don't worry about unless it. the Italian one actually shoots pasta <laughs> in addition to shotgun shells, I am not. I, I, he's over here. The trick is over here. I think it does, shoot over here. Like, it does shoot linguine. If I'm <laughs> that would be... See, now you got my interest. Oh, up. my god! I did see that you had some uh, freaking comments. Some freaking comments, yeah. What, ones that you had, like... I mean, I can see that we have ones here. Or questions, rather. Were you working on a little thing over here? The live stream? This is a little document that Josiah and I have where we can we can like send each other like little nub notes. I love it. Um, so you guys are amazing. Tell him I said hi. I love you. Tell Brandon him. says hi. Because <laughs> he won't know. There's otherwise. There's uh, so yeah, I guess so. We asked a, a post earlier, um, and for questions, just because we sometimes we like to get some pre some pre questions Beforehand, before the stream. Right? Yeah. Uh, which. None of you guys responded to Nobody it. Thanks saw. for that. Nobody makes, <laughs> makes my ego feel real good when that happens. Uh, but one of the cool questions I thought we had was about suppressors and how we get one in New York. Sure. Uh, which kind of sucks because the answer is you can't unless you. <laughs> yeah, have the money. cool thing is you uh, don't. <laughs> the cool so. thing, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, but isn't it like forty-nine states you can own suppressors in? It's a lot. I don't know if it's forty-nine, but it's more than thirty, and it's probably more than forty. Most states uh, in the U.S., especially for hunting purposes, you can own a suppressor. Obviously, you have to go through the federal uh, tax stamp side of it. You have to pay $200. Generally, you have to uh, wait a very long time. I think now it's upwards of a year to a year and a half uh, before you get your stuff. The ATF continues to try to make that faster with the e-forms and whatnot, but uh, just the volume of people that are applying, it's, it's intense. So you sometimes... Uh, we don't do a lot of NFA stuff. The only NFA stuff we really do is to departments uh, that when they, you know, request, hey, we're trying to build up these rifles in a specific way, you know, can you uh, can you do that for us? Stuff, yeah. yeah, and I don't know. Obviously, that's uh, a point of contention for some in the gun community, and I understand that. We do have to um, run a legitimate business here, I guess, and... and for us to have all the other NFA items that we have, not that anyone's like called us out on it, but I like to justify it and at least be able to say like, well, we do have contracts. Like it's not like we did this 
one time 10 years ago, and we've kept the license ever since just so we can play with the toys, which it does allow for that. Uh, you know, we actually do legitimate business. We need the license, I guess. So I Well, do, and, yeah. You know. Uh, and, and that is important. Right. And, and uh, someone is going to, uh, you know, sell them that stuff. I do like to keep it local. You know, we're working directly with, like, the Genesee County Sheriff's I was going to say, it's not like we hate law enforcement around here, right. too, right? right? Like, obviously, our local law enforcement, like, mm -hmm. if we need somebody to help, with something we sure. like to have some one call, thing that so. we are pretty strict on here which i do think sets us aside and causes some contention with the law enforcement community is generally a lot of other gun shops you can just like show your badge and buy whatever you want right and we we generally don't do that we i would almost say completely don't do that you have to come in with a letter like saying you need this for work like your boss on letterhead has to say yeah, officer so-and-so, like, he can buy it with his money, but, like, he needs it for his job. Then we'll do it. And again, like, we're getting a lot of slack for that because, oh, you guys don't black the blue, and but, like, I can't have it, so sorry. Right. They don't get to take their squad car and run red lights whenever they want. They can't like, drive in their Tacoma, I mean? go 100 miles yeah. per hour. Like, so, well, and you're going to get, you're gonna, people are going to, people are going to give you shit no matter what you do. If you yeah. don't sell yeah. to law enforcement, then you're not right. back in the blue. Right. If you do sell to law enforcement, you're a fucking bootlicker or whatever. Yeah. Like, I would just always do? support civilians. Uh, like, if I can't have it, yeah. you right. shouldn't either. Yeah. Sorry. So, to that end, really, the other than, obviously, being a, a police officer with the type of job where you could ask your chief or whoever, you know, for that type of letter, which is probably rare. I think most of the big departments, that's not going to happen, and... Some of the smaller ones, even you know, why do you you know you do it? To they're not going to put the end. You know they're not going to. Yeah. And then even there, there's limits. You can't just go buy a machine gun. You can't just do you know things like that. Excuse me. Now, we are an FFL, right? We're a New York State dealer. We're a New York State gunsmith. Right. We have also paid our special occupation tax, so that we are allowed to deal in machine guns and NFA items, suppressors, all those lovely you know AOWs, all those types of things. Anything but explosives, basically. Yet. Uh, yeah, that's coming. But I'm not going to do it. I'll let you. <laughs> I like all my fingers. The whitest kids you know. Like, I love that, like, the guy with no arms working in the mine factory. <laughs> have you I seen that? Seen, you haven't seen the whitest kids? Oh, my that. God. I know like the whitest kids you know. That's I know, the best, the whitest kids you I know. know. I know them very well. Uh, so, it is relatively easy to get your FFL. Uh, Rest in peace, Trevor. Obama made it slightly harder. Um... And you do have to, you know, play the guys up. You know, you have to be opening a business. You can't just do it. They do have a collector FFL, but it's not the one we're talking about. Right. So you have to get your FFL, 150 bucks for three years. You Obviously, you have to have, like, some type of storefront, or you do it over your house. And now in New York State, there's a ton of requirements for if you're going to be a dealer. you got to have State storage and all yeah, sorts of shit. It, it used to obviously be a lot easier, and there were a lot of people that had what were called kitchen table FFLs that had, you know, they would do five transactions a year for their buddies, and now they could buy stuff at a discount, and, you know, it's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, sh should and, be able to do that. You know, there are still a lot of dealers that just operate out of their home. Uh, and that's, that's how it should be, absolutely. And then, you, so you're a dealer, 150 bucks for three years, you're cool. Then you pay either, depending on your volume, 500 or $1,000 uh, per year, and then you can deal in NFA items as sure. well, right? So it's not really another license. A lot of people just say you have your Class 3 license, but it's not really a license. It's more like a tax, right? Did you pay the tax? Yep, you can do it. Cool. It's uh, stupid. It's very dumb. It's very dumb. Uh, I think... If you're interested in firearms, obviously the rub with having... Say you lived in another state where you could just own NFA items, meaning suppressors, 
um, machine guns built before 1986, if you have the money for that, which they're very expensive, uh, and anything else called the Serbu super, super Shorty, any weird AOW things, right? You can own all those stuff. Right, right. Um, $200. So every suppressor you buy, $200 tax, and like I said, you're going to wait a year to get it. If you're an FFL, you're tax-exempt because you're a dealer just facilitating a transfer, right? So mm -hmm. you're tax-exempt, and the transfer time is like four days. Right. Because it's going from one dealer to another dealer, you're just like auto-approved. Like, obviously, they're okay because they're a dealer. So I've always said, like, even if I were to close up, say, I, you know, 20 years from now I retire, I move to somewhere else that's not New York, I could just go buy that kind of stuff. I think I might still keep an FFL. I might start up another little LLC just to uh, deal in, you know, basically if you, don't, if you buy three suppressors a year, it evens out as far as the tax stamp stuff goes, right? Sure. It's so kind of how I see it, but... No, absolutely. If I if I ever convince April to move to like New Hampshire mm -hmm. or to like Tennessee, I would definitely get an FFL and just be able to. But New Hampshire is kind of different. And I some of those states is... too, like Texas, you could make your own suppressor if you live in Texas and you're not going to sell it because like Texas doesn't recognize like federal laws and some of that stuff. Or there's right. a, there's a couple states like that where you can just yeah. Missouri you're just a is dude with a lathe. You can just do it. Missouri like, is crazy too because if it's made in Missouri, that's that might be one of them too. Yeah, you can like straight up. But so if it's like a machine gun, yeah, but it's made in Missouri and you live in Missouri, you ain't got to do sure. anything. You just buy a machine gun. So that's the other thing too. Like if you are a manufacturer. You can take, I mean, think about it, like Colt or FN or whoever, like someone has to make the guns for the military or for law enforcement or whoever, you know, is legally allowed to own them these days. For sure. much those too. And, uh, yeah, we have the right licenses. Like, we could take an AR-15 and drill the things, make whatever. Like, we could make an AR-15 if we wanted to. Take a raw piece of steel, put the serial numbers on it. Like, we legally can do it. I'm not saying we have the technical capabilities to do it. Uh, mm, I think we're pretty close. We're close. We're close. We might be building. Right. We, we might be building. Yeah, I think we could stuff. probably. Yeah, yeah. I think we probably figure Just it out. It, Harbor, Freight, it? Harbor Freight's right up the road. Like, done a done a couple 80s. If they in don't our sell day, it, right? you don't need it, right? Uh, so Here, I yeah, want to talk about guns. Now. Let's do it. Let's talk about guns. So yeah, we got a Smith. Explain it in thick detail. I just take this off because this is very hot. In thick detail. Okay. We got people so, that listen to us on Spotify and stuff. So okay, that's fair enough. So here we have a Smith and Wesson M and P Sport Two, right? Uh, we have a bird cage here. Um, it looks weird to me for some reason. I'm not really sure why. We have a barrel one and nine twist. Uh, kind of an H-bar profile. It's got a pinned uh, gas block here that's got a rail on it. Um, it's got a handguard, a really thin taper carbine length handguard. What kind of uh, handguard is that? It's not M-lock, it's not quad? No, it's just like the old mil-spec two-piece plastic one, right? Um, it's got a delta ring. Um, it is a flat top gun. And uh, it has just a regular mil-spec charging handle, phosphate bolt carrier group, and it's got a fixed 10-round Magpul P-Mag. Too much lubrication. <laughs> Wait, would you rather have too much or too little? I mean, obviously, I would prefer to have too much from the factory. I'm a masochist, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's got M4 feed ramps, and yeah, it's a nice, nice. looking gun for uh, seven ninety nine Arizona cans yeah. with a uh, crimson trace 
If you need something, if you just need something, like, you're not really going to get much better yeah. than that. Um, for just a quick, I, I'm defenseless, I need a firearm. Yep. Right? Or I want to get into ARs, and I don't want to spend a lot of money, and I want to get used to the platform before I either build or upgrade heavily. Like, it's such a good starting rifle. The selling point on this gun, to me, honestly, is the fact that it's got a pinned and indexed uh, gas block. Because I know that the gas system reliability is going to be there. It is carbine length, so that might kind of suck unless you do something about the buffer setup. Uh, you might want to switch to something slightly heavier or maybe like a Springco blue carbine length spring or something of that nature. Um, I like that it doesn't have the front sight post as well. I like yeah. that they kind of got rid of that. Yeah. They have flat top, so the optic. The neat trick with that gas block is there's a QD in the bottom of it. Yeah, that is yeah, that is cool. cool. I do like that. You and the QDs. That's it. He's like the QD. <laughs> he sees them, man. <laughs> Josiah sees the QD points. Just glows I like, that. like in a video game. <laughs> no, that's good because I I'm a I'm an options fan, right? Like I also like to have various ways to mount slings and different stuff like that. So uh, let's talk about the twist rate, though. Um, one in nine twists on that guy. So I don't really favor a one in nine twist in general. What is twist for those that don't know? So the twist Chocolate rate in vanilla. You that's <laughs> that's called a swirl. That's like one and two right? twist, right? Uh, <laughs> it's one the old one two combo. Uh, no, uh, when we talk about twist rate, we're talking about the the bullets as they're leaving the barrel, right? They're being spun by the rifling, um, and the rifling. So one to nine, like from one p.m. to nine p.m. The bullets are just turning all the time. <laughs> no, it's uh, one turn every nine inches, one rotation. So the bullet right? makes one full... One yeah, full revolution, 360 yeah. degrees, every nine inches of travel. Uh, one and seven inch twist means that the bullet's spinning a little bit faster, right? Uh, the advantage of a faster twist rate is that it's going to give me better predictable trajectories downrange for heavier bullets, right? Because it's going to spin them... Uh, a little bit faster, which gives them uh, more stability as they get farther away from my muzzle, right? So um, past, say, 400 yards, M8, um, not M855, uh, XM193, 55 grain ammo, which is probably what you're going to be shooting if you're shooting one and nine twist. Um, it can start to get a little bit weird in the wind, after say such three a, or four hundred, it's a very light projectile, right? So it starts to do weird stuff, and it's not as predictable. Um, so you want to shoot something heavier, maybe sixty-two, uh, maybe seventy-three. There's some cool seventy-three grain projectiles out there. Maybe seventy-seven, right? That's seventy-seven though. The yeah, seventy-seven that's is that's like what everybody seems to really like, right? Um, which is awesome. The Sierra Match Kings, um, everybody likes those. But uh, you need a one and seven twist barrel for those. Even one and eight twist barrel really doesn't do as well with seventy sevens, right? So um, I like a one and eight twist barrel personally because it gives me the ability to kind of play both ends of the spectrum a little bit. I know you like that. Yeah. But I'm also not able to get the same amount of uh, distance out of the the um, seventy seven grain bullets as I would probably get. Um, just because like they're not spinning as fast, right? So, um, I'm not gonna be able to take advantage of the length of that bullet. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. And it's something, you know, uh, like you will learn with almost any hobby at the surface level. You know, like <laughs> that rifle shoots 5.56. Five, you're going to be fine to an extent. To Don't two, worry about twist. Two, three, maybe even 400 meters, not going to matter. And like, you, when you start shooting, like, nobody has any business mm -hmm. realistically thinking about what happens to my bullet right. after it gets right. past 400 yards in, I guess in general. The right? best way to put it, if you're buying a Smith & Wesson M&P Sport 2, you probably shouldn't be worrying about twist. Sure. And, and twist rate is probably not the first thing that you're thinking yes. about. I'm just saying, yeah, like, absolutely. why it, I wouldn't necessarily. But it is something to. If I was going to buy that gun, I wouldn't. It is, it is a it. factor, and it's one of the things, like you mentioned, when you. We're going to start thinking about of, eventually. Because of the gas system and how that rifle's set up, it's going to recoil a certain way. The, rec the felt recoil is going to be a certain experience compared to a tuned rifle like yours. You right. Know, or, or, so somebody um, asked a question in the chat. Uh, 62 grain bullets would probably be the maximum uh, as far as like 1 and 9 twist. And I'd say that that's accurate, but I'd even say again, like there you, can, you get into a situation where out at distance, that bullet is under-stabilized, which is why you really don't get the maximum capability out of your 16-inch barrels. Um, I so wish shooting. we had a reliable five, six, seven hundred yard range. You know, so real. hard here. Someday. someday, I know a place that I could that I, we can go, but I mean, I don't know how the access is. Will. Right, like, like yeah, we have a farmer have that we like. We haven't been in a long time, but we used to shoot like a couple times a year out at a farmer in Wyoming County. Uh, at his field, and he had what was it like twelve hundred you could get to easily, yeah. like without even really trying. Like, yeah, we gotta. That would be a lot of fun. There. Yeah, we should it really. It, it'd be good to get out and make some content around that because we don't sh do that all that much. Mm -hmm. So it'd be pretty honest, like just representation of like, hey, if you have a gun and you shoot it, sometimes like we don't shoot yeah. a ton. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to. You don't have to shoot a whole lot to put more rounds through your gun than I do. You learn a lot, though, from even just, you know, trying and shooting at those distances, just because a lot of us don't get to do it, like, to actually understand, you know, bullet drop and w how, how much the wind can affect things, like... And just the, all the little input that you put on the guns, mm -hmm. all the little shit mm -hmm. that you're doing, all the stupid things, all the weird variations in your position all so much magnified yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. realize yeah. it or just the advantage of having like a 3x magnified optic versus having nothing like sure a, like a rifle dot sights or, or whatever iron sights. well yeah iron sights for yeah, yeah, yeah dot is like yeah or iron sights is a whole different world for some people a lot of people never get to experience that and that's one of the reasons why when ty was like i like the fact that the front sight post has been kind of deleted from that gun i'm kind of like mm. I don't necessarily agree with just having. Well, you can put mag magpul flip down. Like you can put flip up sights on. You could do whatever you stuck. want. To, uh, yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like in general, I I, mean, I think it's old. cool. <laughs> Eyes are hard. <laughs> I think it's cool to be old. It is because cool. I'm getting old. It is cool. And wait a second, I might be old. Say that to me on Monday when we're at the gym. <laughs> oh, I will. I've, I've been telling you that you're old. Like, goddamn it, old man. Save me, uh, save me that. Save me that on Monday. Save do we me. have? Do we have any questions that are pressing or just interesting or whatever? Um, what's up? Make sure you unmute yourself when you talk too, there, buddy. Okay, I guess so. There's a new one in the chat. I was just saying, look at the chat. There's a new. Question. Whoa. Question. <laughs> 
Ty, you should. So uh, while we're working on a question, I do want to talk about these, these, uh, these spectacles up here. And you might want to call these sunglasses, but you would be wrong. Can we go to camera five up here? Look at these. I know they're all smudgy. That's a terrible example. Why don't you give me another pair over here? Those are literally like my pair that I wear, so they're disgusting. So we have started carrying. Look at these. Look at how fancy these look. They these are dope. These are loophole performance eyewear. That's right. All right, we can switch back to a regular cam. Do not call these sunglasses. These are designed, machined, assembled, packaged 100% in the USA. Right? I have those exact ones, but in Those gray. are the ones you have, yeah? Then gray. They have several different styles here. We've got them up here. Um, they are... The thing that I like about them is that they are not just glasses or like normal sunglasses that just protect you from the sun. They do a great job of that. Sure. Full UV protection, right? They're not just some cheap... Uh, there's, there was a time where I would just go into the gas station and buy the cheap sunglasses, right? right. All you need is a pair of cheap sunglasses. Uh, but... The thing that scares me with those is it's just tinted plexiglass or whatever that doesn't actually block it's UV like light. Yeah, like it doesn't do anything other than it just tints a little bit. These are actual UV protecting, so you're protecting your eyesight, which is incredible. Right. And they're ballistically rated. Yeah. So they are so you eye protection. The right. They are not, obviously, like, yeah, you're not going to take a 9 mil to the face, but there is a standard. Uh, I believe they typically use a pellet gun like a 0.177 caliber uh projectile of some kind in a very controlled setting obviously but there's a, there's a standard that these meet Wiley X uses uh, shotguns is that uh, what they use yeah. yeah it's the ANSI Z87 so yeah. there you go yeah there's a you know a, a set standard um that they that they apply themselves to and they pass with flying colors obviously they're loophole so we have a lot of these in stock they range from uh 100 bucks to 139 and we're going to give one away. And, it, you know, obviously everybody has different uh, aesthetic tastes. Here, I'm going to wear mine. They do have a bunch of they do have a bunch of different styles. Okay, you're good. I think they, they're all pretty I much like the, the same. Ones. Like, That's the one I We have black aesthetic. ones and gray ones, not just the tortoise ones. So, so yeah. all the tortoise ones. I yes. have the... Yeah, you did, dude. <laughs> did I really? So <laughs> I have the I like. gray framed version of these with the blue tinted lens and the quality of the lenses is terrific I, very nice some of you guys probably have seen me i do um i have uh edge eyewear that i um have kind of done a lot of like talking about in the mm -hmm. past um i really like their stuff um and they make a high quality product as well these, I think, optically, like the glass when I look through it, sure, is is just better. Nice. Oh, yeah. The clarity on the loophole is crazy. Good. I mean, and, and you expect, expect yeah, yeah, from yeah, loophole, yeah. that's kind of what you're looking for, right? And as a lot of you know, it's important to me. They're made in America. I think that's a very uh, important uh, aspect of them. Can you buy cheaper sunglasses? Of course you can, but you know these are good Americans doing yes. good, you know, honest jobs and. Uh, I don't know. I really like them. We just got them in maybe, what, six months ago. I've been trying to use these uh, for pretty much my, my daily drivers. They're all smudged up, but I'm pretty rough on these. I certainly don't baby them. Obviously, they're not cheap, so I do. I keep that in the back of my mind, I guess, which I kind of like about them, too. It's like I'm going right. to protect these a little bit. But uh, 
I'm I like how well the coding, whatever the codings are. Mm-hmm. And I was talking when I went to the Big Rock show about that, about how durable the coatings are. And the reason that is is because it's actually sandwiched in between, right? So on a lot of cheaper sunglasses, the coating's on the outside layer because that's the easiest way to do it. Sure. And it's very easy to chip it off and break it off, even like Ray-Bans. Like, I have a pair of Ray-Bans that that's happening too, and they're all, like, getting looking kind of crappy now. Right. The loopholes, that's not going to happen because they are sandwiched in between, like, other layers of glass. Probably how they reach that ANSI safety, safety rating as well. Uh, so the, the coating is actually protected by other layers of glass. So I just think that's really cool. Um, that is very intelligent design. I think they made them very sharp. Obviously... I was biased. I was only looking at the color of the lenses, I guess, on the boxes, but we have probably 30 to 40 pair. These are very these. So there's different styles. There's, I think, like, there's gray ones, like you said. There's there's plain black ones. There's like blue lenses like these. There's bronze lenses, I think, which is what these ones are, or more like almost kind of plain. No, these are bronze, right? Uh, so we have a bunch of different kinds. We were supposed to get a display, which just hasn't shown up yet. So soon there will be some on display, and they'll be easier to see, like, the different styles. Because right now they're on a box, so it's kind of hard, or they're in their boxes. Somewhere, I don't have my, my glasses glasses on, but somewhere there's the, where's the one that I opened? Where's, like, the little pouch that you get? Ah. Yeah, so you get, like, a nice little hard case. The packaging is really nice for what it's worth. I'm kind of a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like, if you buy something, like, there are some companies which, you know, you can go either way with this. There are some companies, and there are some very nice rifle companies, where you'll buy their rifle, and it comes in the plainest cardboard box, right. and like you don't get anything with it, right? And it's like, well, you bought the gun. What else do you want, right? Uh, and then there's companies, I don't know, I feel like Apple's kind of one of those, where like they put a lot of thought into the packaging, and that's just part of the experience, maybe. Uh, and Loophold did the same on this. The packaging's just very nice. I've know, noticed a lot of companies know. are doing that recently, like... Um Hollow Sun, I feel like, does a good job with like sure. their little boxes for their yeah, optics yeah. when you take the stuff out. Everything's got like a nice custom cutout in the foam, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know the tools are in there it in a very nice way. To detail, like yeah. I, get, I get both sides. I like, this. like yes. you know, we don't we don't want to spend any money on stuff that's not important. Like we spend it all on the product. I like, like the presentation, but I like presentation of yeah. this. Yes. But I also like the minimalist. I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of like it depends on what I'm buying, right? In this case, if I'm spending $140 on sunglasses, it's like a little treat. I don't spend sure, a lot of money sure. on sunglasses in general. So yeah, what's the difference this between the 99 and the 140? To be honest, I think it's just different styles, and we may have bought them at different price points too. I, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. that. I think what it's it lens size. I think some of them. Are yeah, I think some of it's like just the design of like the lens. these those lenses ones are, are smaller. Yeah. These lenses are a little bit bigger. These ones caught my eye. Just to, no, see, those are pretty cool. No. Someone had a great idea. Oh, it's the ones that Tyler's wearing. I was looking for. Yeah. Oh, the tortoise ones. Yeah, the, oh, the other tortoise ones. The <laughs> well, it's just the the, the whole size of those. Should yeah. be our new profile picture. Us wearing sunglasses. So we have to stare at the camera real cool and make it, make us look cool. So it'll it's be. Night. The sun never sets on a badass, dude. You should know this. Oh man. So oh, trust me, it's. Po- you got to pose. It's gonna be on our profile come picture. Come down. Boom. Well, we can just grab a still from this anytime we want. We've been. Do you know how hard it is to grab stills on? It's hard. Okay, <laughs> I, from the guy that grabs stills, trust me, it's. Just you grab a lot of shit on this live stream. <laughs> it seems like. Oh yes, lens does matter. Um, the size of the lens does matter. Oh, for Chris. sure, because yes, it, let's say that you get some sort of a catastrophic malfunction in a firearm, 
and your eyes are not totally covered in like with a wraparound style of lens, you could get some sort of damage to like your orbital bones or whatnot, and then it's gonna f mess up your whole situation still. So yeah, I would say that more protection is gonna be better. Um, just as somebody who's seen a lot of shit go wrong around eye holes and with guns. Give me my yeah. eye holes. Protect, <laughs> protect your eyeballs. And don't come down here and call them sunglasses. Don't do it. Oh, thanks, don't Jeremiah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Jeremiah is hunkering down in, uh, I think you said Tennessee, or North, yeah, Fort, uh, North Fort Hood. Oh, Twister. bro, stay safe. Straight out of Virgin. Indeed. Yeet, yeet. So, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. Do you have any more... Um, yeah, commentary we got from the P or like questions or what's how are people going to win what glasses? Are people saying Did you go over that we just password. they're the going to say the they're going to get a little secret they're going to say the safe so you got to you got to try to tune safe? in no. to was it this stream this stream was for these right the password was for these now we're all confused we're going to we're going to have to listen I've had a whole half of beer. I think like, the sunglasses were next week. It's getting lit. We'll give and away the, the sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're going to give like week. the password and the sunglasses are like next week. Yeah. We're going to we're going to sneak a password into this live stream earlier in the stream. Right. We are again now. Around the 10:30. Now you're going to say right now too. But at like 45, 49. So there's a password and then you have to enter it the first person to comment on next week's stream. This password we're going to give you, you'll win. And it can be anyone you want. It do doesn't you already, have to be the tortoise one. Do you already know what the password is? Uh, yes. Yeah. She's going to do that in post. We're, yeah, we're going to voice it over. We're going to voice it over, and then the first person to drop the password... No, but I'm just saying, do you know what the password is going to be? Have you, like, selected one? Yes, Pat. Okay. I'm, It'll be our safe word. Jeez. Okay, so... It can't be chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, all viewers. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the glasses uh, range in price from 100 bucks to 140 for those of you who did not catch that before. Yes, Todd, obviously it's going to be our favorite word is going to be penis. <laughs> uh, so I'm embarrassed that we've gone this long in the stream without bringing it up. Freedom Weekend. Freedom Weekend this oh. year, June 10th and 11th. Both days. That's right. That's both two days. days. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. Two and days. You're going to want to come both days. I like coming all days, but you're going to want to come both days because... You can't say that. <laughs> this is not it's a family just buried show. In the Freedom Weekend is a family event, I guess. We're going to be... It's going to be... I can't wait to tell you about the puritanical... Or the puritanical? The puritans that work here, man. They're fucking Quakers. Here? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Come I thought on. we had some cool people doing cool stuff, but apparently not. Not that cool. <laughs> not, into cool not into cool stuff, I guess. But uh, June 10th and 11th, you're going to want to come down here both days because we're going to have giveaways where you'll get two entries. If yeah. you come down only on one day, you're only going to get one chance to win. And that's sure. not, that doesn't make sense. You, you're going to want both chances to win. You want to have um, two chances to win. Two's yeah. more than one. Yeah, that, that is a fact. That's a scientific fact. So uh, we have some very exciting things planned. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. Yeah. We have... A dunk tank. I love it. That we were experimenting with some... Uh, Ooh, experimentation. Some, <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we had some very fun uh, ideas on how we're going to activate the dunk tank, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. a lot of fun with that. We have uh, a... Oh, it's Dwayne. I keep wanting to say a chicken barbecue, 
We're gonna do a fried chicken dinner. Yeah. I wore the my my favorite company's shirt, Chicken Out. I don't know if you can see it. Can we cut to the? Uh, ah, you're not gonna see it really up here. If we cut to camera five, it's too far away. Chicken Out. That's oh, you can see that. Oh, flip okay. your back. Flip your back. Flip oh your back. yeah. Duh. Is this good? Chicken yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Take my breath away. Yo! <laughs> you guys uh, are getting chicken, handsy. Ch <laughs> chicken out, if you haven't tried it, is a very, very hot, hot and spicy uh, fried chicken with, they put honey on it. They call that stung. Uh -huh. Oh, it's so good. It so is very good. If you've never I've had, had chicken out, you don't know what you're I've missing. had chicken so out chicken on a number of occasions. Yeah. That's a Rochester thing? Yes. Because we have people good. that listen all over the place. So, so they don't know, we're going to do a... So good. Fundraiser. We have been talking to FPC, Firearms Policy Coalition. It's too yeah. soon. We can't. Soon, yeah, we can't. We like. We can't make any promises. But we're trying. Just, really let's, hard. let's just say that, like, when you reach out to a group like that, and you see about having them come to an event, and you get a response, that's amazing, right? And to have a continual dialogue with a with a group like that, like, like with the heads of a group like that, maybe we can even just even just having that conversation, it yeah. like sends us over the moon. Like that's sure. amazing. So. We can't make any promises, but we are going to do a fundraiser for FPC. They're one of the premier gun rights organizations out there. Yes. Uh, we're going to do them for other organizations, too. But sure. the chicken dinner is going to support them. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have some tickets coming up. That's going to be like a gun giveaway and a raffle and a dinner and a whole thing. Love that'll it. be on Sunday, mm -hmm. right? So that'll be your reason to come down here on Sunday. But you can get tickets um, for it on Saturday, too. So you can... We're going to do a machine gun shoot. We've got a few now. We're working on building more. And we have friends that have a lot more because they're dealers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're working on bringing uh, a very exciting machine gun shoot to all of you. Yes. And this year we're going all the way, baby. Yes. There's fireworks at 10 o'clock. The park it. does uh -huh. that day. So we have some live music planned for late night. Yes. We have a bonfire planned for late night. So there's going to be like a TFP after party. Uh, and, dude, I think we're going to have to do tickets for that. Like, it's going to be, like, an exclusive thing where you're going to have to, like... Yes. You know, it might be... I don't want to make it, like, okay, if, only if you spent X amount of dollars, but that's certainly going to be one way to get invited. That's going to be one way to get our attention. Uh, but it certainly will be... You like it when be, people spend money on things. Absolutely. I mean, like... Absolutely. I don't want to exclude anyone, of course. Uh, we're not going to, like, turn people away at the door, but... Uh, I don't know that that after party might be something where again we might have to like you might have, might to, have to cap it, it or something. I mean, or, yeah. yeah, we got to get wild. It's not Burning Man, you know. <laughs> but it's not not. But it could be. I mean, who knows what, what could was that happen? Like the first year, who knows? Right. Right. So speaking of promoting things, and I love Freedom Weekend as you guys love Freedom Weekend, uh, and I hope to see everybody there that's watching this. I'd marry Freedom and Weekend. A lot more. Yeah, for sure. I'd at least take it to bed or whatever. <laughs> so after marrying. <laughs> Only we're, after we're classy here. We're, we're men of obviously. So less. anyway, speaking of our friends so. and promoting stuff that we like to do together, um, on the nineteenth of this month, which is a Sunday, as you probably know, um, there's going to be some friends of ours coming to a special event, um, Pistol Mechanics, a class Ooh. that you guys know and we all love <laughs> uh, from Newt. Yes. Noon to 6 on the 19th, which is Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, hey, Josiah, can you do me a courtesy, friend, uh, since you got the computer there? Can you go and in the events for the firing pin, can you pull a link and drop it into the comments there? And, guys, I got like three... 
two or three slots open in that class, and I'd really like to fill it. If you guys would help me out, Josiah's going to put a link in there. Um, Pistol Mechanics is an awesome day of training. Um, we're going to have fundamentals of marksmanship. I was going to say, that's not pistol mechanics sometimes people think that's like breaking the gun down and like yes no no no, 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 works, no 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 mechanisms of it all of like so when i talk about pistol okay so i have a couple different levels to the pistol classes that i teach right i have the pistol foundations which is really just a two-hour kind of like inter introduction to hey this is a handgun and this is where bullets come out and like don't <laughs> point it at me please and that you know, it's not that level of instruction, but it's like, sure. obviously, I break things down to, like, the lowest kind of common denominator, and we get a couple of hours talking about safety and fundamentals and how are we going to stand, how are we going to grip the handgun, what are, what is yeah. our sights going to be doing, um, and then we're going to get onto the range and do a small amount of shooting, probably 50 rounds, something like that at the end of the class. Um, and we'll get, you know, general questions answered and different stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it costs like a hundred bucks to come to that class. Um, it's so worth it, man. It's definitely worth the time. The Especially if you're like brand new um, and you just want to get into an environment where you have the ability to ask questions mm -hmm. and uh, everything is really safe, but you actually do get to do a little bit of shooting as well. Mm -hmm. So that's one level um then from there we get into pistol uh, mechanics pistol mechanics is all of like the mechanical skills involved in working your handgun so your load procedure your clearing of malfunctions your um drawing from the holster is important we do a little small amount of shooting on the move in that class we do a couple of drills with like target transitions like multiple target stuff um you know where the eyes looking and how are the sights kind of you know mm -hmm. moving from point a to point b kind of deal um and it's very fun and it's fun and it's also a good learning experience and you get a lot of not a lot of repetition but like 300 rounds we shoot in wow. that class so it's a good ratio of like how much we're shooting uh how much repetition you get versus how much learning is going to be involved, yeah. right? Um, You're a good learner. I good do all right. And then from there we do um, a little bit of, or from that class we get into uh, concealed pistol stuff um, where it's all obviously working from the holster and it's more having to do with shooting on the move and positional stuff and one-handed. So, oh, that's the other thing that we do in uh, pistol mechanics is I we get into all of the different techniques that I sh uh, show for one-handed shooting. Right? Gotcha. Because there's a bunch of different ways that you can skin that particular yeah. cat. Yeah. So nice. But yeah, there's different. Um, a lot of training levels to yeah. There's going to be a lot of training yeah. coming up March the 19th. We got that pistol mechanics class. As coming. always, one-on-one -on -one lessons too. That's the I think that's I, that's those best classes bang are amazing. For the but buck, yeah. right, like for sure. Because especially too, like you have that conversation, like. What do you want to learn? And right. then we just go down that path. Like, it's all yeah, you know and I mean? it's all driven yeah. by like one individual person or small groups. Sometimes like I like to do two on one. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I can see that two on one. Menage a trois. Right. We have a couple Absolutely. questions. Let's hit them. Let's talk um, about it. Boom. These two questions can kind of be rolled into one. Uh, so, Brian, a regular. I always love you for chiming in on the stream. Thank you so much. 
asks, uh, he has an AR, uh, an AR-10 lower that he needs to build, and I assume he's asking if we have what he needs, and yes, we have parts kits, we have bulk air groupings, uh, all of that stuff. The only thing you're not really going to get from us is the upper. We don't have any of those in stock right now, but the cool thing about uppers is you get them sent mm -hmm. right to your doorstep. That is a part, so... That always has been the holdup for us stocking a ton of that stuff, because yeah. there are just so many options, and even still in New York, ships right to your front door, so... For now. Uh, we can get any of that stuff if for some reason you don't want to have it shipped to your front door. Like, sure. You know, hey, you can come down here, pay for it in cash, like, you know, whatever you want to do. We get that, but... Uh, I also have a hat. <laughs> Tinfoil hat, right? Yeah. I would love one, yes. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, I think some basic parts, and especially the way things are in New York and the way the laws are, legis you know, law lawing things up, uh, we got to uh, do whatever we can. So I think you'll see more AR-15 and AR-10 basic parts and whatnot uh, down here coming up soon. What else we got? Uh, so the second part of that I kind of wanted to hit was uh, somebody says, or sorry, somebody, Andrew asks, uh, he's been stuck on a decision and he wants to know featureless or pinned mag. Oof. I have to tell you to always follow the law, uh, but I prefer pinned mag because you can still have all of the scary features. You can have your comps, your pistol grip, all of the fun stuff that you'd want to, you know, make the gun a little bit more comfortable to fire. And if you were to ever move to, say, Tennessee or a free state, you are not, it's not impossible to switch it back to, you know, a standard rifle. So, um, I'm always going to go with a pinned mag and all the features you want, as opposed to a detachable magazine and just totally annihilating all comfort and blah, blah, blah. It, it, yeah, I'm going to take you the opposite direction on that one. And I'm going to say featureless gun as opposed to pinned mag, because if you get some, my name's Pat. <laughs> are you finished? Yeah, I'm done. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so when you get some sort of a malfunction, right? Because it's not really a matter of if you get some sort of malfunction, right? It's if you get a malfunction. If you get a malfunction, uh, specifically with a magazine-fed semi-automatic rifle, right? Um, what is going to be the first point of, of content? Or, like, what's going to be the first point of failure on that rifle? It's going to be the magazine, right? Because that is an expendable part. You have a follower, you have a spring, uh, you have a magazine body. All of these things are prone to wear, and all of these things need to be replaced, okay? So, with that said, if I have a fixed magazine and I get a malfunction of that nature that's related to the magazine, I can't remove the magazine from the gun, right? Um, so I have to... Come up with some alternate means of He's clearing. He's just so mad he left. He's so upset by I just, I just shattered his, <laughs> his world, world view. view. I don't get it. Oh my god! No, I'm with you though. And I, you know, I need to have the ability to rip that magazine out of the rifle. Yeah, because that's do, like I, how I, I clear the malfunction. Hey, are you telling me that the Safe Act made the AR less safe? A million percent less safe. It's so, <laughs> so it's so weird. egregiously less safe. It makes me so upset. Like because they call it the Safe Act. And what they did was they literally made that gun, like, infinitely less safe. I was going to bring one of those out here, but 
it's so much more difficult for me to clear some sort of a stoppage out of this rifle. I do agree with Tyler's point that the pinned magazine is the least disruptive to the way the gun naturally wants to be. Right? I, I guess. Um, but but we, I'll have that argument when you here use in a second. It, when you go to use it, you need to take a mag out. I'll have that argument here in a second. So let's say that we get some sort of a complex malfunction where the bolt is open here. And obviously this is a new gun off the shelf, so I'm not going to do anything weird and jam a bunch of shit in here. But let's say that I get some sort of malfunction where it becomes necessary for me to rip the magazine out of the gun, and now I have to get sure. my fingers up into the magazine well, right? So the purpose behind getting my finger up into the magazine well... Yeah, when I get go ahead, sorry. The purpose behind getting my finger up into that magazine well is I need to be able to get my finger onto the bolt carrier group so in case there's a stuck case or a brass over bolt situation, I can move the bolt carrier to the rear and then I can hold it while I move the charging handle independently so that now I can get that stuck case out of my upper receiver, right? But if I don't have the ability to get those fingers up into that gun, then I don't really have the ability to clear the malfunction the way that the sure. rifle is supposed to be cleared out right so i'm gonna go ahead and set this guy down here thanks ty for grabbing that and so you'd prefer the thornton this rifle he well okay so yeah i'll grab that guy here in a sec so let's talk about like the ergonomics wise right um obviously this is the way that the gun is intended to be set up mm -hmm. um and so if i want to use the rifle i position it here on the center line of my body and now when i bring the gun up the the Sights are naturally aligned with the, the sight, or the eyes are naturally aligned with the sight, and the gun is in a good straight line, and, and everything is cool here. And then when I want to load it, I can bring it into my workspace, right? I can get the magazine in and out. If I have some sort of a malfunction, whatever, workspace, all of that good stuff, right? So we can manipulate the gun in that way if it's set up in a traditional configuration. So now, can I still get the gun on the center line of my body here? Yep. Can I still bring the gun into the workspace? Load, unload procedure, all of that good stuff. Can I still, right? Is it still useful in this configure? And is it still like ambidextrous? All of the same things that apply with the pistol grip still are kind of in play with the Thorsden stock if you don't get too hung up with the way it looks right and just like for me personally it's wildly uncomfortable like i'm i'm larger i'm not saying i'm in reach i'm not saying i'm in love with it right what i am saying is like stop crying <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can't say what we really want to say right um it does suck how much more expensive people know what harder... to do right like you're you're a grown-up like live your life it is sad how much more expensive and harder it is to get that style of ar-15 because most AR-15s have a threaded barrel or have an A2 birdcage on it like that one does. So to get a crown, crown barrel with no threading on it, yeah. It's is... not that much louder, though. You know what I mean? Like... Well, I'm not saying it's good, you know, pro or con. I'm just saying it's harder to get, more expensive to get, just dollars and cents wise, because they're more rare. They're just not as... Most sure. people want that, right? So, like... Companies no, and you got to really, do like a thread. Companies gotta, only really make that for New York and California, and right? Massachusetts, maybe. Like, the only thing I'm saying. Stations. So, Model One sales is a good. If you're looking for like crown barrels and stuff like that, um, one of the companies that I found was a good so resource for shit like that 
was uh, Model 1 sales. They're out of Texas, and they have crown barrels in different legs and configurations and all of that good shit. Yeah, so I, I'm not saying that I love the Thorsden stock or anything like that, Ty. They do make one with spacers, right, for guys like you with longer arms. Somebody in there mentioned the Fight Light SCR, which I am really excited about, too. I think that that's a good, um, I think that's a good workaround. I mean, when you can find one. Yeah, yeah they're like, expensive, yeah. too. Like, I, I'm not saying that they're, like, um, you know. My big thing is if you go to end a free all, state. You don't have to worry about having a crown barrel. You don't have sure. to worry about this. Okay, but yeah. change your upper. That's more money. Like, if I just have that, I just back a screw out, and we're good. Yeah, I get it. But, like, well, if, if you... Free men do what they want. But we, for legal reasons, that's a joke. It's a joke, of course. Do we have any yeah, other... Yeah, our lawyer really wants us to say that... <laughs> do we have any other uh, questions? I'm getting kind of late in the... No, no. The do, you wanna, do you want to talk about this? This is a you question. Me? Yeah. I can't read that far. I can barely read. Any news on Polar Wave and what I'm doing read all with the property? Marianne, thank you so much for the That's my grandma. Everybody, that, that's my grandma. Aww. Hi, so, Jamma. no real updates on Polar Wave. For those of you that uh, don't know, or for those of you that do, here's a recap. Uh, I bought the former Polar Wave property in Batavia. Gosh, like four years ago? No, it's crazy. It was like five or six. It's four. No, it's only can been you, four. Can yeah. you help me with that? Can you um, educate me on that? I'll so, I bought it with the intent of turning it into an outdoor tactical range, basically. You have this guy uh, a real playground out there. It was 22. It is 22 acres uh, of some very nice land with some cool features. And we thought it was going to make the perfect uh, spot for it. The town had other ideas, I guess. Not so much the town. I don't want to crap on the town of Batavia. They were fine. I think if I'd hired lawyers... You know, I tried to do everything myself, I guess. Like, we did it all here uh, in Virgin as far as going to the town and whatnot. Mm. Like, we hired an engineer, took care of it. Uh, no big deal. I'm sure if I'd hired lawyers, we could have forced our way through in Batavia, but... I'm just not that guy. I don't want to be enemies with all the neighbors and, like, constantly worry about just crap with them. Like, I'm not going to invest. The property itself was expensive. What I wanted to do to it was going to be very expensive. And then There's not, so much like, liability already. Yeah, right. And then it takes one person to complain yeah. about, you know, something that's not safe or whatever. So I kind of just did nothing. And I just kind of, all right, it's an investment now. Like, I bought the land. They don't make more of it, you know, we're just going to hold on to it, and we'd have fun with it. Like, you know, I, as stated, I buy crazy stuff at auctions, so it was like, the hell am I going to put that? Yep, throw it out at Polar Wave. Like, I right. got a big barn out there, I got equipment and stuff, and it's like, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, I just haven't, haven't used it, I guess. It's not, like, on the market, uh, but obviously everything is for sale. So, Everything's for sale, right? You know, I mean, if someone uh, if someone approached me, uh, I have been approached, nothing like seriously, but uh, if someone approached me and offered me what I would want to get for it, you know, I would sell it and we'd use that money for things here and maybe try an outdoor range here or a quasi like indoor outdoor range where we could get longer distance, but you know, you're you're shooting from indoors. You know, and maybe there's some blue sky between, like, where you're shooting from and where the target is, but you're not in that area. Like, it's very safe. Like, we obviously want to stay good neighbors here with Burgeon. I, I've never heard complaints, you know, from anybody. I think we're generally well-liked and respected in the community here, so... It's a cool I'd like to area, that way. too. Like, yeah. everybody around here is really nice, and... 
I mean, by rights, like, this is industrially zoned, so we could make as much noise as we want, like, during the daytime. I think we could do whatever we want out here, so, uh, but, you know, there's obviously what's legal and allowed and what's, like, neighborly, I guess, and what's, like, the right thing to do, you know, and we want to we wanna stay on that side of it. But, yeah, yeah. Polar Wave, uh, kind of the, the ironic thing to me or the humorous thing that I always enjoyed about how that shook out was if I had gone through the process of making it a commercial range... Then I would have had to gone through, you know, the town uh, planning board, and there there would have been like a special use permit, and they could have hit me with all these rules: no shooting, you know, uh, except between noon and two p.m. or whatever. Like no shooting. They would have on had Sundays, so much no more control. A ton of control over. Since I'm just a dude who owns land. I can just do what a dude who owns land does and let my friends use it for fun, recreationally. If we wanted so, to go there right now, it is could. dark outside. Yeah. We could go there mm-hmm. and shoot full-auto machine guns yeah. right now we in the dark night vision on. Yeah, and yeah. do whatever we want. Or not. Just... Until 10. <laughs> until like the noise ordinance goes into effect in Batavia. So that's for the city? Oh, right. The town has none. Oh. Yeah. So the I mean, town has none. Yeah, I've been out there and talked to a trooper. Who was telling me he lives in the town of Batavia, in the town, right? Not the city. Right. But he lives out, and he's like, yeah, done drills like on his property at two a.m. Just because he's like, you know, I was thinking about it. Like I've gone to so many other people's houses, like reporting to, you know, responding to calls, and you shine a flashlight and it throws a weird shadow. And he's like, I never thought of like, when I look at my propane tank, like what's that gonna do? Just you know, he's like, so I've like set some targets up and ran a drill at yeah, like two in the morning, and it's like, yeah, there's no law against it. You can't hunt at night. Right. We're not hunting. There's actually no law. A lot of people think there's a law that you can't shoot, like, sun down to sun up or whatever. No, you can shoot at night. That's only a hunting thing. So, like, if if you're not hunting, you can do whatever you want. Target shoot. Like, as long as you're following the rules and being safe and your projectiles aren't leaving, you know, your Your mags better uh, be pinned. Shooting area, yeah. Uh, I got me want to go to Polar Wave and shoot some machine guns. Do the <laughs> right now. Let's live stream. Let's go. Let's go. Live stream that. Bring well. the Starlink. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, so the Cali keypad. That's our next little question. The that's the charging handle, right? Um, With the that makes it into a bolt gun. Yeah, kind of deal? and then we're gonna give away some ear pro F eighteen. Yeah, yeah, ear pro. Uh, so Cali keypad. Uh, my, okay, this is what I've heard. I've never personally used one, but. I've heard of an issue that because it turns it into a, you're not allowing the bolt carrier grouping to reciprocate the way it would under gas. You're stopping that like instantly right. and that damages it and that breaks it. So they're not really reliable because they're constantly breaking because hmm. like gas has to go somewhere. Like the AR is designed to have the bolt Wouldn't carrier grouping out through the gas, like the over, whatever you call that, like in the, the gas, the bolt itself. It has those two. It has these so two you're holes. saying that the the charging handle stops wouldn't gas excess, from coming out through the gas port. Like, wouldn't all that excess gas come out of those holes? Yeah, but the charging handle latch isn't designed to hold under gas pressure. Ah, uh, and there's no gas coming back there anyways. Right, because the uh, gas uh, is uh, all duh. stopping right here da, in da, da, the da, tube, da. so it's not da, getting. Yeah. yeah, no. So huh. that's definitely not the way to go. Um, I mean, do you build a bolt action that way? I've just heard a lot of people. On the internet, have a lot of issues with it. I've I never personally I've used never one. Well, yeah, because yeah, that gas is just getting trapped there. Is it bad for your gun? You know how they made those, what they call them? There's a switch. Yeah, you can definitely hunt. Where you That's could, like, good hold. Point. I guess it's a handgun. It's, it's an entirely different. Uh, the switch and a Glock? Like... No, 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 no. The Hush Puppy. 
hush oh, puppy okay. project. Wrong switch. You, Sorry. Like, you lock the slide closed right. on a semi-auto. Yeah. So that when you shoot. You don't eject a shell casing, and it's quieter. You just right. your thumbs. Well, that gas is just coming back out the front, though. I guess that makes sense. That's, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's kind of different. That was on a Beretta, which has a fixed barrel. In it. Yeah, I guess that does yeah. make sense. I think Maxim it's makes cool. one. Too. We should test B&T that. B and T makes one. We get Sorry. one and see. B and T makes the uh, try to kill it. Honestly, I think that would be a great idea. We'll get a Cali key. We'll throw it in a rental, and all right. $10 off this rental gun. Break yeah. it. I think what's going to happen is you're going to get damage to the gas tube itself. Mm. I think that's probably where you'd get damage would be either at the... Or you'd get excess erosion of the gas port at the fucking barrel. Cali key. Send us a Cali key. We'll break it and tell you where you need to improve. <laughs> if I you mean, know somebody that works at Cali it key, It seems to them. me like you, what you would need would be a... You need vents coming out the back of like, but then you just get a bunch of gas in your fucking. Just take face. off your. Take off your gas block. Yeah. Well, the you whole point it. of the Cali key was that it's easily convertible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The pro and the problem with taking off your gas block is then you fuck up your gas block alignment and then you gotta re. Put re I, like your just, I think it looks cool. I think that charging handle looks cool. I don't like any of the California handguard. stuff because California. Oh, it has, is vented. I think that looks cool. A program where you can write to their DOJ and they will tell you, like, yep, that's approved. Like, yep, that makes it okay. New York does not. So I'm just always, I hate. I'm going to reach out to them. Of, I'm going to try and reach out to them and see if they'll let us. Well, it looks like one. they have a BCG2. It's all one unit, I think. I think that's like you buy that. You buy the whole. That, I don't know. All right. I, I guess I don't know guys. enough about it. I'm gonna reach out to them. I, I want to think I'm gonna do that tomorrow. I want to learn more about it because I. I guess I really don't know as much as I thought I knew. I thought it was just the charging handle. Um, I've never actually seen one of those in person or whatever. So. Cool. Give cool. away some ear pro. Let's give it away. So give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Austin Wood is going to bring the rifle on the 19th. He's going to come to the store. He's, He's trying to break your stuff. Uh, of course, so many <laughs> other people ask questions. I'm sorry. Question time is closed because we're oh, giving away oh. some Pro. Unless you want to stay a little longer, Brandon. Okay. That's so past my bedtime. Um, so, we're already locked in. You can't go back. You can't do it. Josiah and I have already been scheming. If you had any type of reaction on our last post about asking questions for the live stream... You've been entered into a pool to win this. So if you commented, you shared, you liked. Which was only like um, four people. It was like nine. Our ending <laughs> okay, number was yeah. nine. That's sad. Typically, we run like about 200 likes on stuff. I was going to say, yeah. So if you saw it and you didn't react on it, sorry, you missed out. Like our stuff. It's 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 a second. Just hit the yeah. little button. Give us some love. It helps us. So, Josiah, if you'd like to go onto your computer and show the people our little winner, winner, chicken dinner. Excel sheet while I sit here with my performance glasses. <laughs> performance eyewear. Performance eyewear glasses. God. Same thing. Uh, it's really it's really bright out here. I don't like it. It's too I, bright. Dude, these past couple days where like the sun has been out uh, over all the snow, like you've needed these. Yeah. Like, they are a lifesaver. We got I it. Have, we got it up. Cool. I have sensitive little eyeballs anyways. Same. Hey, hey Pat, whenever you feel good, just say stop. Who? We got Dwayne James. Cool. Dwayne. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we completely love Dwayne. Him. You could see that, that was completely I, random. 
I said Completely stop, random. and he stopped. So, Dwayne, you got some new cool oh. $100. Oh, look, another excuse for him to come out. Yeah. Did he message you? He wants to, yeah, like, he he wants wants to, to be a regular. He wants to be a regular. He wants to be on the stream. He was here the other day, and I wasn't yeah. here, and I'm Just sorry fun. that I missed him. Yeah, it was a no. fun show. I don't know how we would have fit all the, the, the meat back here, too, though. Too much. <laughs> Just beef. I also wanted to bring up, we got new hats. Oh, yeah, uh, snap. Here, we go to camera five. We got new beanies. I bought these on a whim just to kind of fill the shelves. And then Mr. Tatro was like, hey, I can get those, like, uh, what do you call this? Uh, screen printed? Embroidered? No. It's not embroidered. I don't know what the term is. I'm not a technician. But, uh, you know, they put our logo on it, the new logo. So, 12 bucks. Look at that. Still in season. That's dope. Woo! See you later. All right, guys. Stay beautiful. Bye, guys. Love you. Love you like though. our stuff. Share our stuff. We love you. Spotify. Good performance on Saturday.